Holidays coming up. We got what, like two, three weeks away. Yeah. About Santa Claus, away. nigga. Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. Yes. Yes. I mean? <laughs> hey, what y'all think that? What what kind of milk y'all think Santa like, man? It's not about what he like, man. What does fat ass need at this point, bro? What is it? <laughs> you know because I, mean? like, I was I was planning on putting like some cookies and uh some cookies and milk on the um. On the thing, so whatever he fat ass come down the chimney, he could be able to, you know, get some. I'm thinking two percent. You know what I mean? Switch 2%. it up a little bit. Y'all do know this man can hear y'all, right? Y'all call him fat and everything. Yeah. Y'all expecting? I've been getting it all the way up the last in the North Pole. Fuck, North Pole. Yeah, he all the way up in the North Pole, right? I've been getting flat out cold. <laughs> cold, we flat out I cold. Forgot shit. I went North. Yeah, he's in North Pole, bro. Shout out to Santa Claus. Whoever believes in Santa Claus, One but time anyway. For Nick. <laughs> hey, oh, I like man. almond milk. I like I'm a fan of almond milk. So I, I think was, I think he'll like it because you know it's something new. It's something new. You gotta get used to it though. You know I mean? like, let's keep it simple. But if we gonna switch it up, let's do some gingerbread snaps, I suppose. Gingerbread. Oh no, he really gonna be shitting himself then, bro. I mean, white people love that shit. So he white. Your version is white. Mine's a nigga. Almonds, almonds like I'm a mixture about, of nigga and I'm, white. I'm talking about Santa Claus. What's happening? <laughs> I was saying what I mean because I'm trying to prepare like oh, when he comes down the chimney, get my daughter some uh, some gifts underneath oh, the tree. Man. I got the tree set up. You know what I'm saying? It's hey, not the real tree. It's a dollar store tree. Real but still, talk, like, real quick question. Yeah, what's going on? Like, I know we joking and all right now, man. But like, quick question: Y'all got kids? At what age do y'all like stop the Santa Claus? You know what I'm saying? Tell them the real. Or do you just me personally? Allow them to, you know what I mean? Figure that out on themselves. I let them figure out. I let her figure it out on herself because, like, I don't want to have a stigma of like, hey, um, yeah, your birth, you six years old, right? Yeah, um, Santa not real. That I don't want to cut it off. Like, I just I want her to believe in herself. She be watching these movies like um, Santa Claus. She watched um, I don't know, man. But I think I think I don't. I just let her believe in herself. What about you, B? I'm big on the imagination. I just had this uh, conversation with my sister last night. She is like adamant about not believing in Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, all that. And yeah, because they I'm, ain't that imaginary. You know, phase what I'm, I'm coming right from now. That, that imaginary phase situation. I'm not looking at it from a standpoint of whether it's it's true or fiction. You know, <clears throat> clearly they're gonna figure out sooner or later that there's no dude coming down the chimney. So at uh, at what age do y'all um think that Santa was? I real? think I think it's really about the age of uh of the question, and you know for a fact that they're willing to deal with the answer because you know some kids they like hell bent on believing Santa Claus versus other kids where yeah you know they they roll with the they roll with it because you know they got friends that do believe in Santa Claus they don't want to mess it up. For I them. mean I feel like this like some people. Like he was just saying about, you said your sister. Yeah, my sister. You know, I don't want to mess with the imagination of it. Some people, you know what I'm saying? That, um, mm-hmm. Hold on, man. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, some people, like, try to, you know what I'm saying, teach their kids, you know what I'm saying, from an early age about, like, ain't no Santa Claus, ain't no this, ain't no that. Duh. I can't get mad at them to a certain degree. 
me myself, man, like Brandon was saying, I'm big on the imagination for kids. I want kids to be kids. Yeah, man. One thing yeah. I oh, always yeah. realize, regardless Most of definitely. you, don't touch me. regardless of what you believe, you know what I mean? Like some Muslims or black people, they don't do Christmas, they do Kwanzaa, cool. Some, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of Jewish people do, you know what I'm saying? Hanukkah, cool, you know what I mean? But how the kids, you know what I'm saying, look forward to something, man, you know what, yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I was having a conversation um, a couple months ago one of my um, friends and we were just basically saying like we could use certain holidays to motivate kids to do better. Most I know if yeah. I did good or was good in school or all year long, I'm going to get something good from Christmas. You see what I'm saying? Definitely if my parents can afford it. My parents keep it real with me and sit me down and tell me if something out of their budget or something like that and I can get what I, you know what I mean? Then it's different. That's why I feel like Santa Claus is just depending on the parents and depending on the living situation. I remember, I hate to be long-winded, when I was a kid, we had like an experience within our household that unfortunately we had to move in with my grandma. And at that moment, even though I had already kind of figured out it wasn't no Santa Claus and this, that, and the third, mm -hmm. but at that moment I realized 100% fully, no, there is no Santa Claus. There is no, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, everybody experienced different things. That's know? true. But, like Brandon said, man, I'm really big on just allowing these kids to be kids. Let them be kids, man. Let them be kids. We know what's not real and we know what is real, but let them be kids. I mean, let us live that moment. Let us have that like, moment instead of y'all just like destroying it. You know, you know? that's why I said a few minutes ago, like, I let, let my daughter believe if she want to believe it or not. I mean, she think Santa's real right now? That's cool. If not, then so be it. And you know, this is the perfect time for a quick little public announcement. We've been talking about uh, sex trafficking, watching our kids, watching our people. Uh, today, let me just get it out of the way. Today was an unfortunate incident for me. Um, mm. Somebody tried to break into my car with my son in it. Oh and shit. I'm just happy that my son was smart and brave enough not to open up the car. Um, he's doing better now. Okay. My wife, of course, she was the way that I expected her to be. Um, shout out to all my brothers, CJ, Rob. I know you just finding out, but you know, shout out to all my brothers that I'm sure some of them on here right now that are probably kind of heated and, and ready to do something. I'm yeah. taking, I'm taking care of it the right way, and I'm gonna leave it at that. But uh, as a parent and as a, you know an adult that that has children around him on a regular basis. Yeah. You know, we talk about Santa Claus and we talk about Christmas. This is also the year or the time of year where things can get out of control. Yeah. People are shopping like they ain't got it. no sense. And Driving kids, like they don't you know got what I'm no saying? sense. Kids are, are getting caught in the middle of, of bidding wars over this and over that. And I believe that's probably what my sister was referring to as far as how she feels about Santa Claus, what it does to people. Mm -hmm. So, you know. Well, Christmas, not Santa well, Claus. Well, you know, just the whole shebang of the holiday right. spirit. Yeah. Supposed to be from a standpoint of goodwill toward men. We're supposed to celebrate the birth yeah. of Jesus. You know, it's supposed to be a situation where you're supposed to be family oriented. And you're actually supposed to be more considerate than you've ever been. And I think that's, I, and I think that's another problem with a lot of some of these people because like they are like desperate. Desperate yeah. times call for desperate measures. Well, all of so the like, times just go create a lot of like desperate situations and desperate people. 
You know, you know what I'm saying? Because like, they want to like, you know, because the kid want like, yeah, I want this or that for Christmas. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do whatever I can to make that happen for. And on top of that, yeah, like we were saying earlier, you got a lot mm -hmm. like these casinos, nah. You know what I'm saying? For like a lot of people who don't know, there's been a lot of gentrification going on downtown. Yeah. So a lot of different people has moved downtown. So a lot of these casinos been jammed. A lot of these people losing money. Mm -hmm. A lot of mm -hmm. these people, they already desperate. They do this holiday times, period. But now in certain areas or just period is a little bit stronger. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like a lot of people wondering what's going to go on with their health insurance. Yeah, man. If they go, I mean, it's a lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's unfortunate, man. But it's like Brandon said, man, good thing his son basically knew what to do in that type of situation. Right. Well, I'm going to ask y'all, like, at Not what praying age, for y'all, man. For real. At what age do you think it's time to, like, teach your kids, girl or boy, like, the safety of the city? You see what I'm saying? Or, like, certain small precautions. Like, things can happen anywhere. It can yeah, happen man. in the cities, yeah. towns, suburbs. Anywhere, but like, at what age do you try to tell them like, if this happened, try to do this. If this happened, try to do that. You see what I'm saying? I think if you witness, I don't know. I don't think it's like a certain age we teach your kids how to you know be safe and stuff like that. I think it comes naturally. Like, or if you see some shit going on mm -hmm. in front of your kids, then you go explain to them like, yeah, um, this and that, this and that. Or she, they see something in the movies or TV, mm -hmm. whatever. Um. I'm gonna say like yeah, I like yeah, it is kind of bad, but this is what to do if you get to some, some stuff like that, you know. So I think it comes as it goes. Like my daughter, like she's four, so she'll see some shit that's on TV. Like what is that? They all shooting and stuff like that. I like yeah, it's a movie, but it can happen in real life. So you just gotta right. be careful, you know, such and such. She's so. stuff like that. Stick with kids. Yeah. Of course, they're not gonna remember everything at four, nah, three, five, that. six. But small little details. Yeah. I can remember. I don't know how crazy this is. I can remember being like three. I know I had to been three because my mama was pregnant with my baby brother, well, my younger brother. And I remember I was eating on the bed. And I was just laying down, eating, drinking juice. And she came in. She was like, oh, what are you doing? Don't ever lay down and eat and drink because you will choke to death and you will die. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that just stuck, stuck to with me. you. You see what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. So it was like, something stick. I mean, yeah. for me, it was, uh, I, try to, I try to stick to what I was taught. You know, the older I got, the more stuff that I got taught. You know, one of the things that I've always told Daniel is... You know, respect can save your life in a lot of situations. You know, growing up where we grew up at, mm -hmm. you know, you couldn't, certain blocks, you, you can't just walk down and you don't say nothing to nobody. Right. Because, you know, niggas is paranoid. So mm -hmm. I remember times I'd be walking down blocks as a kid and people looking dead at me and I would say hello. That hello saved my life. That what up though? That what up though? That's what's good. Or how are you, sir? Or something of that magnitude. Yeah. Put them in the mindset of he ain't no threat. That ain't somebody that somebody send to come for me or whatever the case may be. Right. And you know just telling my you know just telling my kids more importantly like why we tell you to do this. I you know as a child or excuse me when Daniel first was born and he was growing up, I would tell him and my wife who was my girl then. Don't ever walk behind me. I want y'all in front of me. Yeah. I want to see For that protection. 
You know what I'm saying? I don't nothing pet peeve my soul when it comes to parents who have children and you're walking across the street or you're walking on the sidewalk and your baby is literally six to eight inches away from you behind you and you screaming. Oh man. Or or not just side by side. Or, you or not even just out in public in the stores. Yeah, like I uh, mean, I was in Walmart. Yeah. Maybe about four days ago, dog, and I wasn't shopping for nothing big or nothing. I just went in there. Took my brother to there to get some minor things. Mm-hmm. And it was a woman in there, man. She had about four kids, no lie. One was in her hand, not even in the stroller. And the other ones was about maybe three, just ripping and running. She At down Walmart is aisle. the worst place to leave your bro, kids alone, bro. She walking down one aisle. She like this aisle. Her her kids, yay height. Six, seven. Come here, kid. Get back here. Wait, come on, man. I remember one time. That's crazy, bro. Behind the register, and this dad was walking with his baby, and he let his he put his baby down to to walk in front of him. The baby ran all the way away from him and almost literally made it to the street out the door. I bust through my door so fast to grab that child, and he just like. Uh, he, he just be moving I just looked at him like Why do you think This is a situation Where we can laugh Right This is a parking lot he There's a lot of crazy People out died. here died Like I don't he could I, Not only died But somebody could have You know what I'm saying The Man. justification look That parents give people No it's not This is not He's just a kid moment This is you This is your responsibility you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, and I say that to even, you know, somewhat check myself because I looked at it from a standpoint of, you remember our parents, we used to, you know, they used to leave us in the car all the time. We used to turn the music up, wait for them to come back. You know what I'm saying? It was that kind of situation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as, you know, I wasn't gone super long, but the small amount of time that I was gone was when this happened. And yeah. even though my son was brave enough to know what to do, Still somewhat falls on me But the the biggest irritation Was this was in the parking lot Of my apartment Like this is home Yeah You know what I'm saying This is This is This is home So Long story short A a lesson well learned Mm -hmm. Please Everybody that knows me Knows that I care about All the kids I don't have to meet your child We grew up together Your child is my Niece and my nephew I love them for real Like I need y'all to pay attention to what's going on out here because there is some real sick, I do not care people that are just like, okay, he in my way, she in my way. I don't care as a baby. Mm-hmm. And so I need y'all to be more prevalent, but let's, we can move on to a better subject now. Yeah. Well, yeah, we, I know we, times, man. Try to do better, people. Please do. I mean, it's that time of the year, so we got to be careful. Especially around Stay trapped, like too, me. y'all. Stay trapped, too. That's that's most important. Especially around somebody like me. I never leave my house without my gun. Never leave my house without my gun, unless I go to work, because I work in a federal property. But um, anyway, I want to talk about what's been going on in the past week or so. What we about to discuss, CJ? Y'all niggas is terrible. <laughs> Lizzo, 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 Lizzo yes. Oh, I'm trying man. to light up the mood, bro. I'm trying to light up the mood, bro. Oh my God, we gotta get on Assgate, bro. Assgate, Lizzo <laughs> and Assgate, fam. Her ass went to Staples Center out of all oh, places. Before we even get there, dog, for people who don't know who Lizzo <clears throat> is, Lizzo is a pop artist. 
that I guess was born here, moved to Minnesota and Houston or whatever, man. You know what I'm saying? But she like came on the scene big. I want to say not even earlier this year, probably like the summertime. Yeah, she was on The Voice. You know what I'm saying? Like around that time, I started seeing a lot of different small ads of her everywhere. Facebook, YouTube. Mm -hmm. Her song blew up. It became like the number one song in the country. Yeah. But like recently... I want to say what the last two weeks, maybe three. I want to say last two three months. Well, I ain't gonna because go that far. like she be showing her ass. Yeah, that's what that. I was about to say, man. Yeah, so I just say in a different manner that she did. I just say this within the last ninety days or so, give or take. She okay. been on Instagram or you know what I'm saying her social media platforms. You know what I'm saying basically. Half naked You know what I mean Or in some cases Fully naked In some pictures You see what I'm saying Yeah Of course different angles Go so different Sexual parts But Yeah I mean Cool man You know what I'm saying She got the right to express herself I guess You know what I'm saying On our platforms We done seen other Yeah, yeah. But the problem came in That that a lot of people Was talking about A recent what Was this like Three days ago Not maybe a week ago Yeah Pretty much She went to a Lakers game and the outfit she had on looked normal. It was like a dress or what, what was it? It was a shirt that had been sliced up in the back. Well, well, before we even talk about the back, on the front when she was sitting down, it looked presentable. Yeah, right. You see what I'm saying? So it was like, it looked like a regular shirt. She's sitting down, she waving for reasons unknown, people. I mean, the reasons are super unknown. She gets up, bends over, voila. Cheeks galore. <laughs> I'm talking Rakeishi about butt booty hole neck. Well, I ain't gonna say butt booty hole naked, but it was a thong. It on. was Rakishi, nigga. Shit. One of them, yeah. Rakishi Fatu, my G. Yeah. Rakishi Fatu. But no, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna talk about her or nothing like that on that term, dog. Oh, I'm talking about her ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm talking about her. No, nah, I ain't gonna so. talk about calling her Rakishi. It's a like time and place man. for you to do some shit, man. I, but long the, story short, not, she had a concert at the Lakers at the Staples Center. Then. That's different. That's different. But long story short, she got up, she bent over twerking, she had a thong on that, you know what I'm saying, had her butt part missing for reasons unknown. And she, you know what I mean? It's like, all right, man, let's go. We get it. Last, like we said, 60 to 90 days, you've been naked. We get it. You naked. You a human being. Mm-hmm. But the problem that I had and a lot of people had, it's a time and place when you want to do certain things. It's yeah. a time and place to be naked. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? You had a whole Lakers game with kids. With kids, And though, kids yeah. turn on TV and watch. Like, my um, it was somebody in the comment who was saying, like, I was just simply watching the game. I had no clue she was going to get up and I was going to get mooned like this. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, <laughs> all right, man, come on. We get it. She big. We get it. But we not about to sit up here and make it seem like because she big is the reason why she getting this criticism. No. Okay. So if it was Megan Thee Stallion, which can she get away with? Megan Thee Stallion went to a Lakers game. She had on the blazer and regular pants. Mm. Yeah, this was already. You see what I'm saying? Beyonce, how many games Beyonce have been at? This is already talked about how people come to the game. And their regular clothing You might not even notice These people are there Until the announcer says There's Jay-Z The end But look Peep game Cause in some events You might get like A Nicki Minaj Or a Cardi B For instance They might have on Something a little sexy But nothing You know what I'm saying that But really. like not that they're not revealing. Right. It's like, yeah, you yeah. might see her boob a little bit, but you're not seeing a full blown nipple. Yeah, you right. see what I'm saying? Enough to add to the imagination. Um, coming from a husband that has a BBW wife, my wife was livid. My wife is not happy, and she looked at it from a standpoint of you are representing women who are full figured 
who feel some type of way about their bodies, who look at you as a woman who makes you feel you're beautiful and you're not shameful of your body and you do this. Yeah. It's a it's a stain in her mind. It's not something that, you know, let, let's be clear. We're not cutting Lizzo off because we all got people. Oh, who, I am. I'm, okay. <laughs> oh, I ain't cutting her off. I'm not, I'm not, I'm I'm not cutting her off. Her, oh, but, I we, am. but we got, we all got a, a person. I'm going to tell y'all why in a minute. We all okay. got a person. That we we feel and that we respect more as far as artists is or athletes or whatever the case may be, and they've done some stuff that we for sure cannot deny. But at the same time, we like okay, you know, people make mistakes and people do things that they just ain't got no business doing. Mm-hmm. And we just got to learn, okay, learn from this situation. So that's how I'm looking at it, mm-hmm. and you know. The crazy thing about my wife is my wife sometimes sees things before they happen. She knew that she was going to apologize for what she did, but she also knew. Did she apologize? She did apologize, right? It, it was half. It was half but she knew it was going to be. Oh, I see the apology. But she knew so it was going to be halfway. But apology. before you get to explaining your thoughts on it, right quick, CJ, I gotta say why I feel like I'm about to cut her off. Okay. First and foremost, the last four or five years has been a whole lot of industry plants. Clearly, Lizzo is an industry plant. So that's already like 70% of my issue with you right there. Okay. Lizzo, Post Malone, Little Nas, I can keep naming them. You see what I'm saying? This whole mumble rap era was fooled with industry plants. Little, little Uzi Burt, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, all of a sudden, they just super, 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 superstars and shit like that in a matter of two months. You see what I'm saying? Every time they drop anything, and I get it, I can't get mad at it to a small degree because that's what record labels do. Mm-hmm. When they want to make a superstar and stuff like that, it take a lot of money. But when I know certain things is happening because, you know what I'm saying, you didn't plant this shit here for me to hear it and see it, yeah. I get turned off quickly by it. Mm-hmm. And with Lizzo, all right, we had Mag Thee Stallion all summer long and Leotards and Thongs and Shaking and you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Not y'all planted Lizzo and, and it's just like I'm seeing an agenda here. It's like you purposely Telling her to do this shit I don't know if that's the truth and I, I don't know But it could be I'm looking at it like That's the case She been out for about How many years now? She been out for three now Cause she had a uh, She, she had been a mistake She, she had a mistake in 2016 That's what got her She been out big. a few years Yeah But within this last year Just magically it just spiked mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying Soon as it spiked Now all of a sudden you naked What's that song that made, that got her like I be, I don't even, I see you about to make me sing it. But <laughs> never the fact, if I go back and look into your old shit, you gonna be naked? Is it the same motherfucker? Is this the same personality? When I look at a lot of, and that's why I'm right there. That's when the industry plastic shit come in at. Mm-hmm. When I look at like a, a little pump or a little Uzi Vert and Post Malone, when I look at them from four or five years ago or when they first started and shit like that, something totally different that I'm hearing and seeing. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Rapping a certain type of way, you looking a certain type of way, you acting a certain type of way. Then soon as money come in, now you something totally different than what you was. Mm-hmm. We didn't heard a lot of people underground shit, and I'm not saying they the same, but you can hear growth. Mm-hmm. You know it's yeah. still them, but it's just like they yeah. grew up some. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? They they turned into who they was meant to be, mm-hmm. rather than something that somebody told them to be. Yeah, so that's like, true. no, not to Lizzo or nothing like that, man. You know what I mean? So, matter of fact, I'm gonna reword it. I'm not gonna even cut her off completely, but I'm. It's like a lot of strikes against her in my eyes with these actors and this goofy shit, dog. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. what's your thoughts on it, though, CJ? 
of course she's doing it for attention. Um, I think she's doing it for like BBW rights, I guess. I, I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> BBW rights. Go ahead. I mean, she, you know, she, she do have, she do have it a gender on. I don't think it's record labels and shit like that. I yeah, think, I don't. I don't think it's I industry do. and stuff like that. Um, I think she, I think she wants some attention, and and I think she want her record to sell. I think she doing it for record purposes. She want her record to sell. She want all the attention in the world. She doing it for clout, of course. So that's what I was about to say. Oh, that shit turns into just flat out clout. Look, man, she just wants that somebody hit that motherfucker. That's all. She got plenty of motherfuckers hitting that or trying to hit it. It's not the she fact want that industry she, niggas to hit it. That's what I'm it pretty is. sure there's a lot of industry niggas in her DMs. Probably know, between a man and a woman, man ain't go expose himself. If I got some industry ass, yeah, I'm not gonna say anything. These females, oh, I fuck such such. Now I'm popping. Now here come the shade room. Now I'm loving hip hop. Also love hip hop. So we yeah. done seen it how many years now? So bunch of sloppy. Forever. Come on, man. Forever. We seen hell. The Kardashians that made a name for themselves doing this goofy shit, bro. A bunch of sloppy niggas. Though. Come on, yeah, but on the same level though, bro. Be real. Not on the same level. Nowhere near not on the same, same level. level. Mm-mm. Don't let I'm talking about celebrities. Name the sloppy niggas. I mean, it's, it is that, not a sloppy. Wait a minute, wait a minute. But not in name a sexual the, way. Right. Name the the male groupies. That's that's fucking these goddamn female celebrities because they getting dick just like we getting pussy. Uh, Be very clear. That's doing this shit. I was just about to say Ray Drake. Drake. Especially Drake ain't exposing himself though. He ain't exposing himself. We just that's saying, what I'm like, saying. Who is exposing like, themselves? The only person you could you can probably think of is Ray J, but he was in uh, a whole relationship with Kim Kardashian when he did all that goofiness. Okay. He was. I, let's move. I guess we can move on. Huh, I'm saying, where's the <laughs> no, superhead I'm, I'm man? Just, I'm just saying. I'm okay. Now hold on. <laughs> that, where's, that's where's a, the superhead guy? Whole, where's the where's yeah, the super clip? That's Where's the super pussy talk, eater nigga? Whole, you know what I, mean? <laughs> I can find, I can name you the that's female. You want me to name Korean? That's a whole. No, no, it's not. Yeah, you took I mean, it different. No, this is what me and CJ was talking about. You took it different. Oh, this is the topic that I'm wow. talking about. Where's the man superhead? You want to know the female superhead? I can name him. Remember, ta- remember Castax? What she at? What a man's Castax? Yeah, what a nigga Castax? Come on, man, what a nigga Castax, bro? What a nigga Brittany Jones at, bro? Come on, man, what a nigga Brittany Jones? Do you want better Brittany? What's her name? Went Renner or some shit? What, what a nigga Brittany Brenner at, dog? Your guns? Nah, fam, that's nah, something nah, totally nah, different, nah, bro. Nah, that's something totally different. You trying? Nah, if we did get exposed, it'd be on some. Uh, you trying to name me and just whole ass niggas? With whole ass women But that's not what I'm saying What I'm saying is What nigga is out here Fucking industry females Because it is Because they get dick Just like we get pussy You think these single women Ain't out here Got somebody on standby Of course they do Of course they do But where he at Who trying to make a whole name For he a whole nobody but his whole come up is I fuck Keisha. Well, you gotta think about it. If we is, if we get, if <laughs> my we whole get, come up is I fuck Meg the Stallion, Keisha Cole, and Cardi B. Now I'm popping. Now I'm gonna put ourselves in that situation. Exactly. That's what but I'm saying. But if we do get exposed, it be on some whole shit. Like females do shit like that. Females do whole shit like that. They expose exactly. us and shit. Out of des out of desperation. But like or back to this, this Lizzo shit, dog. Like even a, even Kim Kardashian know when to be naked. I mean, she did it like 10 years ago, but... No, nah, I ain't talking about the sex tape. I'm just saying naked. She still be naked. She was just on a whole Man, cover. she been in them baggy-ass like, pants nowadays on some well, Kanye West shit. Just two or three years ago, she was just on a whole... What was it? Vogue magazine or some mm-hmm. shit? When she imitated the black woman. 
with her butt out in a champagne glass and, and things like that. Wasn't it a whole thing where she didn't even know that that was a thing? She claimed she didn't know, but because I sure no didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know either. A lot of people know, but she claimed she didn't know. If that's what she wanted to claim, uh, hey, I guess. But I'm pretty sure she did. She doing good now. Shit, she trying to get all the niggas out the j- out of prison and stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? Niggas out the jail. Lizzo, man. <laughs> What? <laughs> put, put, put some pants on, Lizzo, dog. Yes, put some pants on. And what size you wear? Four X? Who? Lizzo. Yeah, Damn, nigga. I'm gonna say this before we wait, wait, before we leave the Lizzo shit. Okay, okay. Azealia Banks. When she did that goofy shit, I posted it on oh, my page. Yeah. When she did that goofy shit, it had them cut out goddamn shorts with that ass showing. She got fried for weeks. I remember that. A, a, Azealia Banks is a hot buck oh five. So so stop all that. You we only saying this because she big bullshit, ladies and some fellas. Stop that bullshit. Zillia got killed by everybody for weeks. Am I lying? Yeah, you ain't lying. All right, we can move on. I mean, so Lizzo, I she to, go get killed for months. That's all I wanted to say. Well, she go get killed, bro. It's not gonna be that long. It's not gonna be that long. But the only reason why she getting killed because she trying to justify. Right, that's the issue. Yeah, not letting it just ride out. Right. Okay. So. We had a rapper last week, another uh, like a very young, talented. I won't say talented. Lord, well, I'm gonna call him talented. Lord, wow. please. Um, Do it the right way, please. Yes, I'm sorry. Lord, please forgive me. Um, our rapper from Chicago, named Juice World. He um he passed away at the age of 21 at um, Midway Airport in Chicago. He had a seizure. Um, I'm still trying to get. Details. Details. Well, as they days allegedly say that um, he swallowed some pills, trying to hide them from the feds. But they also saying the pills that he swallowed was fake. They he thought they was Percocets, but they was fake Percocets. Long story short, oh shit, it's still like it's still in the air. It's still like misty. And like really nothing is full, but they know they found seventy pounds of weed in his private jet that he was on. Of course, the pill situation, the Caesar situation. Shit, I know two of his security guards got arrested. Mm-hmm. I know that for a fact, and I knew he. I know about the swallowing the pills and shit. Yeah, that, allegedly, I know. that's what's in the air that he swallowed some um, Percocets. But you know what? Out. What I found out with security guards was that um, was arrested. I was at work, so I wasn't able to like research it as much as I did, and I oh, forgot okay. all about the situation. So like, yeah, I've been reading as much as I can like throughout the blog. I should have because I knew we was talking about it. We was gonna talk about it. I should have read. Oh some yeah, more. It's, it's good. I did. So I read as much as I can throughout the blogs and things of those natures, and basically that's what it is. They um saying he swallowed some Percocets. And then, you know what I'm saying, to update on that, they saying basically these wasn't even really Percocets, they fake, you know, and now they trying to, it's still in the air right now, mm-hmm. you know, because he is, he is what has been about 72 hours, maybe about four days tops. It ain't even been a complete seven yeah, days. It's so. been four days because he died on the eighth. Days, yeah. He died on well, the Well, it ain't been a complete week, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's still up in the air. I'm pretty sure by this time next week, we have a little bit more details, but um, yeah, it's just, I and I know he said, um, Trippy Red was saying something about, um, we got to stop. We got we to stop um, taking those pills and start smoking Bro, weed, some shit like that. Not even that. It's just unfortunate, man, that this goes back to what I was just like basically saying towards the Lizzo situation with the industry plants. And it's like, I thought we was now, with Lizzo, bro. No, nah, I was just saying on the industry plants. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Like, 
now more than ever when they created a whole new music wave. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Wave definitely with their hip hop. They tried mm-hmm. to like create the disrespectful hip hop youth. They tried to create the I'm anywhere between 18 and 21. I got tattoos all over my face. I'm disrespectful for no reason. I'm yeah. addicted to lean, Percocets, Zans. That's a little nigga named Lil Zan. That tells you there the gender. Yeah, I seen that too. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And it just it feels so bad in my yeah. opinion. This experiment has felt so bad, and unfortunately, Juice World was one of the latest victims of this experiment. Yeah, and he. The sad thing about it is he just just turned twenty one. Yeah, recently. a few days prior. Yeah, because I I think his birthday the first or the second or something like that. If I'm not and mistaken. And it's like, and I see what my son. I don't know if you guys know what my son the general is. Mm-hmm. My I don't son know what that is one of the most. My son is a former. Ra- well, I'm not gonna say former. He was a rapper no, that came. Up until, um, he was part of Harlem World. Mm-hmm. He was po- he was actually supposed to be like the next big thing coming out of New York, mm-hmm. like late nineties, like ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine. Fortunately, he caught a case. He did some years in jail. I want to say about eight, give or so, and he came out real political. So now he, you know, what I'm saying he's doing his thing. Salute to my son. Yeah, man. but he had a post basically saying like he not blaming it all on future. But like Future was even saying like he regret introducing Lean to do Juice World, mm-hmm. and then like now they bringing up a lot of Juice World old interviews where he basically saying he couldn't wait to do these drugs. He like he listening to certain rappers and stuff like that. They was making a scene like Lil Wayne, the, the Futures, et cetera, et cetera. Damn. I'm not throwing them under the bus, but right. he just I'm saying like he couldn't wait to do it himself because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, some people is impressionable. Mm-hmm. Like I get it bro Trust me I get it Definitely as an artist Like I didn't did oh, music you know, what? you know what I mean I was uh, reading this um, I was watching this uh, Interview he did With the Breakfast Club uh-huh. um, Yesterday And he was saying that um, About mental illness He was talking about Like we need to get it together We need to like um, Do this and do that Go to, go to therapy And stuff like that and I'm like damn he, I'm like yeah he's right And like And, um, I, and I think Cause I think that interview was like months ago what he did. Yeah, I think it was like last year, if I'm not mistaken. Probably earlier this year. Mm-hmm. But this was like, um, like he was just saying, in like the, the clips and stuff like that. My son broke it down. It was just saying, like, basically, as OGs, we got to start taking more accountability. Mm-hmm. Like, just because even if we do yeah. something fucked up, this, that, and the third, you're not a real OG if you go allow the youth. To come in and follow the fucked up shit you doing. If you're not trying to encourage somebody to not do some fucked up shit, you're not an OG. I just told right. my son this. Like I literally was just talking to him about when we were growing up, it was a such thing as a village raised a whole child. You know, your neighbors was on you. Your mm-hmm. neighbors paid attention. Your neighbors you looked at it as snitching Your neighbors looked at it as Keeping you out of trouble Or keeping you out of harm's way Like it don't happen no more It really don't You may and, yeah. It may happen because You might have a soft spot For mm-hmm. a few people Out of this bunch mm-hmm. But as far as like Going out your way to talk to all of them That's not gonna happen Because you feel like Your words is gonna go on deaf ears But you don't know that Right, you know what I'm saying. So yeah, we don't got that know, no we, more. We was just we was just talking about that. I literally spoke to him two hours ago about this. Then on the flip side yeah. of that, you always go have that one person who mind is set up regardless. Facts, it's, it's true. Always, and then like 
I see both sides of the, the picture in the Juice World debate. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, yeah, the OG should, you know what I'm saying, not encourage these niggas to do what they do or done or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But then on the other flip side, you got some hardhead motherfuckers who go do whatever they go do regardless. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, Juice World did what he wanted to do because he made that constant decision on his own. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. I'm not saying, like I said, it's still up in the air to exactly what happened. But allegedly, if that would took place, man, it's unfortunate. 21 yeah. is just too young to die, period. Yeah, when I, first, is, is. When I first got the, the alert, I was like, because again, I'm going to go back, we're going to go back to the clout situation because we was talking about this last episode with Nipsey Hussle. I did not know who Juice World was. Oh, okay. I was. Like, you ever heard this drum song, Luke Lucy Luke Dreams? Luke and Dreams. I, I okay. never heard of it. So when I saw it pop up on my yeah. Billboard app, I said, well, who is this? And I checked it and it dies at 21 from a seizure. You know, I didn't know anything about the Percocets until, was it yesterday? And I was just looking at it from a standpoint like, yo, dude was 21. Yeah. Like I was 21 nine years ago. Mm-hmm. That's, I'm sorry, that's not long. It's not long. It's not, ago. That's a short life, you know man. I mean? That's short. So it's, just, it's just like, you know, yeah. to make it to 21 was a different ball game for us. But and you know what? You know, coming from the hood, <clears throat> it's like, you know, they always have this little thing that says, like, if you make it to 25, you bless. Yeah, because it's a, it's a state. Because it's always been like, you dead, like, you dead or in jail, or you like selling drugs or some shit like that. situation, yeah. though, he was out of the hood. He made it out. He been out naturally as a, you know what I'm saying, artist, a successful artist for about like a year and a half now, maybe two on a dot. Mm-hmm. When was Lucid World? Like in the 2017, 2017-ish? Yeah, something like so that. So it's 2009, yeah. well, the very... End of 2019 now You know what I mean It's December And unfortunately These last two years They tell you off rip The industry It's a fast life mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying It's like It's like this I know a lot of different people Who are in the industry I didn't dibbled and dabbled In the music industry A little bit So I know firsthand it is You see what I'm saying yeah. like, Y'all know career right mm-hmm. You know He was feeling some type of way Cause he met dude You know what I'm saying But he like At the same time He was kind of Saying the same thing My sound was saying but then he even said the same thing that I said, but on the flip, you, I think he's gonna do what he wanna do regardless. Yeah. And the fact that he said that he couldn't wait to do, like. Yeah, a lot of these people is impressionable, Brandon. Like everybody, like for instance, you, I'm not saying nah, but this I who you was, but I'ma just assume, like growing up, you probably had the common sense to know that, damn, this is just a movie. Yeah. You see what I'm saying I'm watching For instance Get Rich or Die Trying 50 Cent mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying He in there with the guns and just, Your mind's like Damn this is just Based off his life This is not fully his mm-hmm. life This is just a movie Absolutely. Pretty sure this scene Didn't happen But then you got that one Child That's seeing Oh I can't wait Till I get my first shootout mm-hmm. I yeah. can't wait Till I get my first tattoo mm-hmm. I can't wait Till I fuck my first bitch mm-hmm. I can't wait Till I go to jail yeah. Real with you Growing up I had started developing that mindset because I'm going to tell you the truth. My older brother was in jail. He went to jail at 17, did five years. My older cousin, they around the same age. They He also went to jail. Growing up in the early 90s, it was Tupac. He was always getting out of jail, this, that, and third. Then other people that yeah. I knew was constantly drawing this. So when I'm impressionable at the time, I'm like, damn, I can't wait to go to jail, dog. Like, dog, that seemed like that's a... Uh, uh, 
my right to manhood, yeah, passes to manhood, basically. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But then I got older. It wasn't that. It didn't take me that long. Maybe about two years later, give or take, maybe three, I start realizing like, nah, I ain't somewhere I want to go because I start seeing more jail movies. Mm. See, I was just hearing about going to jail at first. Yeah. When I got older and I start, I saw locked up and I start seeing, oh, yeah, man, that's my, that's I start, my show right you know there, what I mean? Yeah. Certain shit. I'm like, nah, that ain't the way to go. You feel me? Yeah. But some people be impressionable, man. Mm. This whole era, bro, like I was just saying pre- earlier in this conversation about the field experiment of the mumble rap, drug, mm. disrespectful rapper that they tried to implicate into the goddamn game in 2016 with the little yeah. pumps, the little, the little yachis, the little this one, the little that one. Let's let's name them. What they all at now? Triple Triple X did. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Young dog just died. Little pump, where he at? Motherfucking uh, what's his name? Trey, Kodak. Six, six nine, six, six nine snitching. Kodak Black in jail. Yeah, he about to do you, what, you, a couple you, of years or some shit like right. About five or you know something what? like that. Four, Kodak five? and Kodak Black is a and I don't know the dude, and I'm hoping for the best for him. But he is a perfect example of he is. your mindset is your mindset. Yeah, he in jail, and then like just keep naming. And I'm not saying all because it was Uzi in a goddamn fucked up contract, crying and bitching on, on on Instagram and Twitter every day. But then I'm looking at it like when when Joe Budden was on Everyday Struggle. Shout out to Joe Budden, and he sat down and tried to talk to Lil Yachty. They deed him as the old head, the hater. Mm-hmm. If a nigga hating, call him Joe Button. You remember that line? Yeah. This, that, and the third. And it seemed like everything Joe Button was saying then is coming true towards all of them. He's a, he's a perfect example of the industry can screw you over. I'm going to ask y'all yeah. this. Well, I'm going to tell y'all this. Well, I'm not even going to tell because it's just an assumption. J. Cole's KOD album was a warning. Absolutely. Yeah. Born Center was a warning. Well, I'm not even gonna say that. I'm not even gonna go that far back. But that KOD album was a warning towards hip hop and the new generation that came mm-hmm. and shit mm-hmm. like that. Ninety percent of everything he said on that album has been happening true. What's that song? 19... 1985. 1985. Every he talked, and, and the crazy <laughs> part was he said it. I don't like y'all, but I love to see a black man get money. But listen to me. The way we make money now, you must tour eight, nine months out of the year in order to see the money that you think you're supposed to get. You got to do something different than what you're doing now. Because like he said, with Cole, it was elevation. Even though he came out with lyrics, he elevated in lyricism to a point to where it was like, okay. But well, okay. look, bro, I'm gonna throw this in. I'm gonna just sprinkle this in a little bit. You don't even have to be that lyrically gifted or nothing like that either, also, because like on the flip side, we could look at like amigos and you we can see how successful they has been, you know what I'm saying? Under yeah. P and you know, Coach K and um P and things of those. As long as you keep the consistency going. You know what I mean? It's like First and foremost, the disrespect that they was doing. The first interview that I ever hear from goddamn Kodak Black, I'm better than Tupac, I'm better than Biggie. First interview I hear from goddamn Lil Yachi, I don't know who Biggie is. Fuck Biggie. Da, da, da. Man, like, I remember why? that. Nah, it got to the point where they really yeah. tried to, and that's when I say industry plan, because 
2014, we good. Born Center came out with 13, yep. 2013, Born Center. We 13, were just talking about yep. that. 2014, we kind of good. 2015, it's kind of iffy, but we still good. Yep. 2016, just out the fucking clear blue. Just a whole bunch of foolish. A whole bunch of yeah. young niggas with yellow color and blue dreads you know, and this, that, and third. You know third. what the crazy thing was? And hold on, wait a minute. I can say this. I ain't trying to cut you off. Good. I'm not. I'm even cool with them expressing themselves how they wanted to with the hair and the tattoos and this that, and the third. The issue came in that when you disrespecting the OGs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, go ahead, Brandon. My bad. No, bro. you good, G. What I was getting ready to say was in 2015 through 2016, um, we gonna have to do it due to the fact because the reason I said Born Center threw on every album after that wasn't warning. And oh, oh J Cole. Yeah, uh, what's the um. Forest Hill, Four Yards Only. Forest Hills. Yeah, oh yeah. Was not only Forest Hills wasn't the warning that KOD was. Born Center was him seeing his manifestation and him trying to keep himself in check. Then Forest Hills was him going all the way back home and then leaving uh basically being at the door with a shotgun for all these new niggas like don't come for me And I'm gonna let y'all know Why you shouldn't come for me And I'm gonna also teach y'all Pay attention And when you hear uh, What's that fire Fire the name You know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. um, I'm about to say I'm fire and desire But no Fire no. Uh, What is the name of that You know what I'm talking Rest about Rest in peace Rick James Rest in peace <laughs> I didn't mean to say fire and desire <laughs> no, I'll think about uh, Fire squad And fire squad he made a reference toward him being notably the best and still being overlooked for I mean, Iggy Azalea, Eminem, who hadn't been really doing it. What my point, my point is, mm-hmm. my point is, is that he put things in place to not only warn us. That this this era was on the way, mm. but to get ready to warn this era, y'all not gonna be around for as long as y'all think y'all gonna be around. And it's in it's crazy the way that it's unfolding. And you, when you first hear it, you're thinking in your head they're not gonna be around because they're not gonna be hot. You never thought that they wasn't gonna be around no more because they're just getting killed off or they're dying. Or, I mean, like, you know what? I can't even be that sensitive and make it seem like other entertainers and rappers wasn't dying in previous generations. No, but... But at some point, you got to learn from the past. Like, at this point in the game, like, no disrespect to little Uzi. You know what I'm saying? Salute to Young Dog getting out of Philly. You know what I'm saying? I, I fucked with a couple of his songs, like, on some... Riding type shit Not like Listening But like on the vibe I'm like with my mm-hmm. girl Or some shit She turn it on I'm like okay That's good Music to be with my girl On nice type shit You know what I mean yeah. But If we didn't hear How these record labels And things of that nature Screw Michael Jackson Out of all people Over Prince just keep naming them Tupac was in a fucked up deal Little I'm yeah, hearing yeah, Biggie yeah. was in a fucked up deal Before he died And almost everybody Who was affiliated with Bad Boy Was in fucked up deals Out they mouth Duh. Not me assuming or yeah. saying Duh. Out they mouth And for you to still sign A fucked up deal They're desperate And it's like We see Joe Budden Trying yeah. to warn Lil Yachty Like is you in a 360 Do you know your contract Do you know your paperwork It was one rapper a lawyer And do like Wait bro and that there just showed me the mindset of these hey. industry plants and these rappers. That What's they that one rapper for? that's um, that was like in four labels and shit like that? He was with uh, two of. Um, What's 
Hey, what's Birdman uh, record deal? No Limit, like No Limit West or some shit like that. He was with No Limit and No Limit West. And he was currency? With, not currency, nah, nah. No Limit. You some know? new rapper. He was at, uh, he was with four different record labels, bro. And it was No Limit? Or you just don't? Are you, oh. Cash Money, my bad. Cash Money. Oh, shit. It was because Cash Money got two. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it Kevin Gates? Not Kevin Gates. It's a new, new rapper. Blueface? Cause I know he signed with. Oh, I think it's Blueface. I want to say it's Blueface. I think he signed with Cash Money West, him and Wack. Cause he was with Cash Money and Cash Money West, and then he's with two other record labels. So he basically was seeing twenty percent of the money. It's a get you gotcha, man. Cool. I used to say uh, I hated. Yeah, you know what I hate. I gotta do a research. I'm gonna uh, say something about that next week. But I've been thinking about this for a while now, and I've been actually. It's not something that I've been thinking about recently. It's something that I used to say years ago, mm-hmm. but it just like came back to my attention recently. How they Interscope fucked over Tupac. End of the yeah. day, when Tupac caught his main legal case that had him in jail for like, what was it, nine months or something like that, he had made them over, I want to say about $20 million at that point. Mm-hmm. They said they didn't have the money to bail him out. Should Knight bail him out? Should Knight still sign on the Interscope? Death Row That was at, crazy At yeah. that time Wasn't an independent label Hell It wasn't really No independent labels On the scene At that time Until like Maybe Priority came And gave No Limit They deal right. And then um, Actually it was like A few Of course like Ruthless, Ruthless And things like that rocker. But it wasn't Like trendy and popular So like when people Hear Death Row And should Knight Build them out This that third Should Knight Use money he got From Interscope to build out Tupac when Tupac was still signed directly to Endoscope and he made them anywhere between 15 and 20 million dollars at that point. Mm-hmm. Think about it. First album went gold, second album went platinum. You have multi- multiple gold singles and platinum singles. Your second, your Me Against the World gold, two times platinum. Now you do the math at that time, that's 20 million. Eight, 17 to 21 million dollars, give or take. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So you mean to tell me y'all wasted all this on Tupac's legal issues? Most of his legal case was misdemeanors? And yeah. the main one, y'all couldn't get him out of jail? It's yeah, that's a crazy. Dirty game. It's, it's a dirty what I'm game, saying yeah. is, and that was, of course, was 25, 26 years ago, so we can't dwell on it. But when I'm seeing like a little Uzi Vert on his Instagram and on his Twitter and stuff like that, talking about Don Cannon and motherfucker DJ, um, damn, dog. DJ drama and shit like that Like a dog And and this, that, and the third It's like, damn, man Y'all, like Was y'all just that geek To hurry up and be this star? Yeah Yeah, they it's, it's a it's a clout chasing so like era now. We we in a clout chasing chasing era now, then man. Like I mean, you might be getting yeah. paid, social but media, you bro. Can't get more money because you can't release this music legally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, perfect example when Fifty had when Fifty was running things like he had signed Mob Deep and he had signed MOP. MOP. Olivia and somebody Olivia else. And, and he tried to sign Mace. He tried to sign Mace and um, Spider Loke. Mm-hmm. In the time that he signed these people, first thing that went through my mind was, 
MOV, G-Unit. This is perfect. I mean, the only other label that I thought was perfect for them was Rockefeller. But this is good. This should work out, right? Man, Rockefeller was... Oh, my God. Rockefeller was... Don't give me... Touchable. Moving on. Don't give me... Start. Yeah, don't give me... That's another, so, that's another topic for another day. That's but go a ahead. whole other show. But anyway, so... I was watching This is back when I used to watch Interviews for anything I was watching Or listening to an interview With 50 And he they asked him about MOP And what's going on with him. He said You know I I don't know what else to do With them niggas And he said It's just like that He said I put these niggas up In a house I think it was in Connecticut With a studio I told these niggas You know Y'all got six months Go ahead and make an album Do what y'all gotta do They ain't gotta pay for nothing They ain't gotta do for nothing These niggas don't do nothing bro These niggas won't make nothing These niggas won't do They so stuck And just being hood That they wouldn't They wouldn't do it And my point is like bro some of these niggas don't. That's not like a book that some Prodigy of these niggas made, don't, right? Some of these niggas don't even know oh, how to like a Prodigy book. Yeah, some of these it's niggas don't good. even know how to how to how to take what's what's in their hands. I mean, look, I'm gonna say this about Fifty Cent. No disrespect to Fifty Cent, but it's like if I'm listening and believing everything Fifty Cent said, it just seemed like he was probably overspoiling a lot of these people. Sometimes you can't do that. And sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. Yeah, yeah. Five minutes. But um, put minutes. it like this, you know, we don't want to too much dwell on the Juice World mumble rap here. But recipes of Juice World, man. Sorry for the loss. Well, we can squeeze in right quick, CJ. Um, I want to talk about the uh, album slash artist of the year. Hmm. What do y'all think is like the album of the year? What y'all think is the album of the year? What you think, Brenda? Uh, the year or the decade? Year. We gonna talk about decades in the next okay. episode. I, I don't know. There's not really that many artists that stood out this year. I mean, the only okay, we just talking music in general. Yeah, it's probably gonna end up being Chris Brown. I would say for me, I want to say uh, y'all might not agree with me on this one. Megan, because you blew us so fucking quick, bro. For artist of the year, for artist of the year. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. For artist oh, of the for year, artist of the year, for artist. Is year. that what you're doing? Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. For artist of the year, bro. I'm gonna say it's anywhere between the baby mm-hmm. and Meg the Stallion. Yeah. They probably going nah, neck to neck. They going neck to neck. Okay. For artist of the year, I will agree on that. But what I said about Chris Brown's as far as album of the year, I'm talking about what's being paid attention to. Oh, got it. But yeah, we gotta go get up out of here, pay these bills, and we gonna catch y'all guys next week. So this is CJ, your man's Rob, your boy Jimmy. This is Three Raw.